Most years, we do not have a Christmas Mass this early in the morning because families want to be at home opening presents on Christmas morning. But the church gives us a a special Mass for the early morning on Christmas Day, the Mass at dawn. And that's what we're celebrating today. We're using those readings and those prayers. And in many ways, it's a continuation. The church sees the vigil mass, the mass at night, the midnight mass, the mass at dawn, and the mass during the day is is a sequential revelation of God, an understanding, a deepening of the power of the incarnation. And so the gospel we hear today comes right after the gospel that would have been read at last night's mass, where the angels appear to the shepherds in the field and announce the birth of Jesus. And it's a reminder to us that the birth of a child, especially for those who are close to the child, changes everything. Everything in your life is changed when a child comes into your world. I obviously don't know this as a celibate because I don't have my own children, but I have brothers and sisters who are having children. In fact, my brother Peter's wife is due any day now with my 10th niece slash nephew, all under five years old. What a great joy that is, not only to see these new lives come in, but to see how the lives of my brothers and sisters and their husbands and uh, husband and wives have changed. Even when my sister, who just a few weeks, or end of October, had her third baby. Even with that third baby, everything in her life changed. She was used to being a mother at this point. She was used to welcoming a newborn, and yet... Everything changes. That's juxtaposed with my brother Michael, who he and his wife had their first baby in August, and we've been joking for years how funny it would be when Michael finally has a child. And it's been amazing to see how good of a father he is. We were all waiting for stories of how he would just kind of explode or have this moment of total loss and just not being able to do anything. And yet every time I talk with him and his wife, he's a doting father. He's a loving father, and he's calm. And truly, that is a miracle. If you know my brother Mike, he can get worked up about some things. But how beautiful it is when a new child is brought into the world. When it comes into our life, everything changes. But sometimes, a baby comes into the world, and it doesn't really have much of an impact on our life. Especially in the time of social media, we can see that friends or distant relations have children or grandchildren. And maybe we haven't seen that person in in years. And so we're grateful, thanks be to God, for this new gift of life. But then we forget about it. We don't really think about that child anymore. Or my my, my favorite is watching especially new new parents, especially the father. Because as the woman progresses in pregnancy, she's clearly and obviously changed. And her life has changed irrevocably. And the guy has no idea. This semester here at St. Paul's, two of our focus missionaries, Connor and Gabby, they're married. And when Gabby came to campus. She was about 16 weeks pregnant. And when she left last Friday, she had the waddle going and we were praying that she would get home to Iowa to have a safe delivery. She hasn't had the baby yet as far as I know. But she was so changed over the course of the semester. And Connor, God bless him, had no idea. He was no, I mean, things had changed. He probably had built a crib or something. He knew it was coming. But for a father, that delayed fuse is there until he sees and holds that child. Nothing really changes. And why do we talk about that? Why do I talk about that today? Because so often in our lives, our relationship and our encounter with God incarnate, Jesus Christ, 
is more of that distant. Okay, yeah, I know that, that new gift, that gift of God becoming one of us is here. But I don't really care all that much. Or I am just waiting for something to happen where God like slaps me in the face in order to change my life. But God is not just born once in history. He is. But because God is eternal, because God is God, Jesus is born again and again and again in our lives. In the first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, we heard this wonderful line, and you shall be called frequent, <laughs> excuse me, you shall be called frequented, a city that is not forsaken. Jesus is born in your life every time you come to Mass. Jesus is born in your life every time you go to confession. Jesus is born in your life every time you kneel down to pray, every time you serve the poor, every time you take that step outside of yourself to love someone. God is made incarnate in your life. And we are being challenged today to recognize how we are the frequented city of God. God comes to us. God unites himself with us so that we can be born again and again and again in the love of Jesus Christ. But not only that, we are also called to respond. And we see that beautiful response, two wonderful ways of responding to the incarnation, to God with us in the gospel. The shepherds have this beautiful message preached to them. The heavens open up. The angel choir sing, Gloria in excelsis Deo. Glory to God in the highest. And peace to his people on earth. And what do they do? They go to Joseph and to Mary. They go to seek out this child. They don't sit and wait for something even more amazing. They allow that miracle to happen in their life and they respond actively by going, by doing, by serving, by searching, by sharing. But we also see the beautiful response of the Blessed Virgin Mary. When Mary hears this, what do we hear from the Gospel? Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. That response, brothers and sisters, is just as important as the going, as the doing, as the sharing. To allow God to be born and his birth to go deep into our hearts. To change the way we think. To change the way we see the world. To change the way we love. One of the great Dominican mystics was a man by the name of Meister Eckhart. He was in Germany in the, I believe, 14th century. And he had this image of our spiritual life. And that basically every moment is pregnant with God's grace. And that encounter with God in prayer is about encountering God so that we can give birth to the Word, like the Blessed Virgin Mary, in the world. But we have to take those, that time to sit with the fact that God became a human being. Everything about you is loved. Everything about you is redeemable. Everything about you is what God is going to use to bring about not only your salvation, but to help share his message with the world. But we can't keep that at arm's length. We have to respond. We have to take that into our hearts. 
And if we're ready, we have to go forth and share what God has done in our life. Fourteen years ago, my family went to Midnight Mass in St. Louis, and I was discerning the priesthood at the time, but I also had just about four months, five months earlier, come out of a long-term relationship. And I'll be honest with you, at that point, intellectually, I knew I should search out being a priest, but I also wasn't very attracted emotionally to being a celibate for the rest of my life. And so I was actively fighting. And I was like, okay, God, like, I get it. I, I, I think I want this, but at the same time, I need a sign from you. So we went to midnight mass, and the priest came out. I had no idea who this priest was in St. Louis. And as he's doing his homily, he says, my name is... Father so-and-so, and I'm the vocations director for the archdiocese. If there are any young men here who are thinking about the priesthood, you should be a priest. And I was like, okay, it's time to go. It's time to act. Sometimes God hits us like that. Sometimes it's a little more subtle. But like the shepherds in Mary, we are called to respond. Because Jesus is born. God is with us. And God is willing us and calling us to new life here and now and in the life to come.